Hello everyone, welcome to Be Fit and Strong podcast, where we talk about muscle growth, fat loss, and healthy lifestyle. My name is Mirza and welcome to the second episode where I want to talk about carbs. To be more precise, simple carbs or sugars and how they affect your fat loss, insulin, and hunger levels. And should you completely avoid it during your fat loss phase? Let's start off by looking at one of the simplest carbohydrates out there, sugar. It is believed that sugar is more fattening than other more complex carbs like brown rice, bread, or even pasta. I would say that this can be correct and incorrect statement depending on which dieting method you use. So what do I mean by this? If we simply eat our food until full, basically following our appetite, then adding sugar to your meal will increase your energy intake. Sugar is highly palatable. It tastes very, very good and it's very dense in calories. So as a result, if you add sugar to your meals, you will most likely end up consuming extra calories. This is why sugar has a very poor satiety index. Satiety index is a measurement of how much food makes you full. It is determined by factors such as food volume, viscosity, protein amount, and fiber. So in this case, sugar simply does not make you satiated. Over time, this can cause an energy surplus and even fat gain. But what if we actually tracked our calories? We know that energy balance is the main determinant of whether we gain or we lose fat. So in this case, it would not really make any difference in terms of body composition. Whether you ate pure sugar or brown bread, if they're equated in terms of calories, your weight will simply not change. To understand why sugar and brown bread are equal when calorie equated, we need to understand how your body uses carbohydrates. So let's say you had lunch and you had some pasta. Pasta is a complex carb. More precisely, it's a polysaccharide. A little translation, poly, many, saccharide sugars. So polysaccharides are the most complex carbs that you can eat. The digestion starts in the mouth where the enzymes in saliva are cleaving bits of glucose off the chains. This breaks down polysaccharides to oligosaccharides, which is further broken down to isomaltose and maltose in your stomach, without getting too fancy with these words. When the starch enters intestines, it is further broken down to glucose. Basically, by the time our digestive enzymes are finished, the complex carbs that you had for lunch are broken down to its simplest form, which is glucose. This is why it doesn't really matter what type of carbohydrate you eat, because your body breaks it down to its simplest carb anyway. Now, what about glycemic index and insulin? This is often mentioned and often a topic very popular on the internet. Basically, glycemic index is essentially a ranking of carbohydrates on a scale of 0 to 100, depending on how much they raise your blood sugar levels after consuming it. So, the lower the score, the slower the digestion of those carbs, and the higher the score, the more rapid the digestion and absorption is. The theory is that high glycemic index carbs, such as sugars, spike your glucose levels, which essentially spikes your insulin levels. Now, it is well known that insulin stimulates storage of fat, and therefore it can be connected with carb intake, more specifically, simple carb intake, because they spike it even more. 
The only problem with this is that insulin can only store fat if there is fat in the first place, if there is excess of energy in the first place. If you're in a caloric deficit, there is nothing to store. So the rule of thermodynamics still apply. This is why nothing can beat energy balance and why diets that completely take out carbs and claim to be superior are nothing but a lie. Another common myth out there is blood sugar spikes and crashes after eating very sweet food. Actually, if you compare sugar on glycemic index scale that we just discussed about, it is lower than the white bread. I do not recommend making your food options based on GI scale anyway, and this is why. First of all, all these scores are when you consume this food in isolation, and mixing that food with other options will lower your glycemic index even up to 50%. So the numbers are completely incorrect, because in most cases you'll be mixing food. Almost in all cases, you'll be mixing food when you're making your own meals. The second of all, all your blood sugar levels do not spike and crash as you might think. You see, there's only four grams of glucose in your blood at any point of time, and it is highly auto-regulated to keep it at this point. This is primarily regulated by liver, and hormones that are responsible are insulin and glucagon. So the crash that you might feel after your meal is actually your central nervous system switching to a rest and digest mode and has nothing to do with sugar. All this really correlates with the research comparing different groups on different glycemic index foods. Both weight loss and muscle growth is not affected by whether you're eating simple or complex carbs on your diet. Now, before you decide to eat nothing but ice creams and chips, you have to understand that this is only one side of the equation. The other half lies in one of the most important parts of the carbohydrates, which is fiber. Fiber is an indigestible part of carbohydrate, and it has many, many benefits, including better digestion, suppression in appetite, and a reduction in cholesterol. So food rich in fibers are fruits, vegetables, and some complex carbs like legumes and grains. Recommended daily amounts are 25 grams for women and 36 for men. Once you cover this amount, your decision on whether you should consume simple carbs like sugar or more complex carbs like uh, bread doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect your body composition and it doesn't affect your blood sugar levels. Dieting does not have to be boring contrary to what most people think. Actually, if diets feel overly restrictive, it most likely is going to fail you over the long term. The most popular approach nowadays is to count calories and to enter into a sustained caloric deficit for fat loss. This is an approach that I recommend for most people at the beginning anyway, simply because it teaches you so much about the content of food. So if you feel like eating something sweet and you still have a bunch of calories left for the day, then go ahead by all means. Eating sugar will not make you automatically fat. Remember that energy can only be stored if there is an excess of it. If you do not want to count calories, that's also fine. However, you will have to reduce sugar, in this case, to a minimum, simply because it's highly palatable and energy dense. Without tracking it, you will most likely end up in a surplus. So the conclusion is that you can eat sugar without worrying that you're getting fat under the condition that you're in a deficit or at maintenance level. Just keep in mind that without tracking your intake, it will be very easy to overeat it as it has very poor satiety index. If you have any questions about this, you can find me at bfitandstrongfitness.com. Let me know if there's anything I can clarify for you. Thanks for listening and have a great one, guys. Take care.